you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome inside Good Morning Football live in New York City. The band is back together on Monday, April 17th. I am Jamie Erdahl. That is Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, and Jason McCourty to my left. Gentlemen, we are now nine shows away from the first round of Mm. the NFL draft. They officially have chained us back to this table to say, pick it apart, get under every leaf. Let's get into the draft. Time for the lead block. Indianapolis holds the fourth overall pick in this year's NFL draft, and apparently... That was on Colts owner Jim Ursay's mind yesterday afternoon when he tweeted this. Thank you so much for this gift. For the 23 draft, we have many options. Here they are with the number four pick. We could stay put and take a quarterback or trade up and take a quarterback or trade down and maybe take a quarterback or not. Emoji. All options on the table, but we like our position and are very excited. Mm -hmm. Fire up. He's not fired up. He says fire, fire up, up, which it's means good morning football, fire up. Yep. So Jim say he laid out four very different options before stating that they're all on the table at number four. Mm-hmm. Let's make the decision for him. Let's play this game. Great. Dream option for the Colts with the fourth overall pick in this year's draft. Peter, where do you take us? The dream option for the Colts is that they had the first overall pick <laughs> and they didn't have to do with this and they didn't right. have to trade up or trade back or go do this and make it. But they have to move up if they want to get C.J. Stroud, I think. I don't think he's sitting there at four. And I don't think the Carolina Panthers are going to give up the one pick. So I'm a Assuming the Panthers, I'm going with what I'm hearing, but also what it feels like the tra- the winds of uh, of change are saying that the Panthers are more young than Stroud. That means you've got Stroud, Richardson, Levis, and then the host of all the different players. Mm-hmm. And you've got that fourth pick. I don't think Stroud falls after two or three. A team's either going to move up to get him or the Texans are going to take Stroud at two. If I'm the Colts, I don't want a project is what I would say with Anthony Richardson, but that's maybe not fair to him. I wouldn't want a guy who I can't start right away. How's that? Mm. I want a guy that I can plug in right away. And I know that sounds very short-sighted and say, okay, well, Lamar Jackson started in week eight for the Ravens and the next year was the MVP. It's not Mm -hmm. the worst thing if the guy just needs a few weeks, but 
I'm not sure about Richardson if he's going to be able to go week one through week 10 here. He only had 13 starts in college football. Now, I, I look at the other side of it. I look at Stroud. And it's like, all right, you put C.J. Stroud in the center. You put him in the Midwest. Yeah. You put him on the Indianapolis Colts. You give him that tradition. And they're a team that, although they have the fourth pick overall and had one of the worst records last year, those are one, this is one of the teams that's actually built to compete right now. You've got Quentin Nelson. You've got Shaq Leonard. You've got Jonathan Taylor. Mm-hmm. They're in a far different spot than maybe other teams are, and I think they need a quarterback who can compete right now. Gardner Minshew is who they signed this offseason. I think Minshew can obviously hold his own in a competition in camp and maybe start a couple weeks, but I believe C.J. Stroud would look best right. with that Colts logo, and I think that's the match that I would make. I just don't know if he's there at fourth overall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You might need to make some trades, and mm-hmm. you might need to have to get really creative to move up and get that guy. Yeah, I'm right with you. And we've heard D'Amico Ryans and the Texans come out and say, well, it's not guaranteed that we're going to draft a quarterback at that number two spot. And I think a dream situation for the Colts is if the Texans choose not to draft a quarterback at two and maybe go with someone like Will Anderson. And now the Colts are sitting there at four and possibly make a trade with Arizona mm-hmm. to get to three. And you bring in a guy like Stroud because you think about last year we were going into that season. The Colts brought in Matt Ryan and a lot of us, me included, was like, all right, I think the Colts maybe can win this division yeah. and be in the playoffs. And obviously that was a disaster. Never worked out. Uh, didn't look good. Uh, Matt Ryan just wasn't a fit or whatever you can say. The offensive line didn't play well. There were many issues. But this Colts team, they signed Stephon Gilmore last year, who's now the Dallas Cowboys. They were making moves in the offseason to compete and be very good last year. So as I look at this roster, you bring in a guy like C.J. Shroud, and hopefully he gets in there right away, and he's able to play, and he's able to grow under center. And obviously it's not going to be just an easy role where he gets in there and just takes off. He's a rookie. There's going to be kind of that obstacle those stretches to get over but I think bringing in Gardner Mishu is a good backup plan I don't think they brought in Gardner Mishu to be the guy and to lead them for an entire season so I think when you look at the Will Levises when you look at the Anthony Richardson you bring those guys in and you want to maybe sit them for a year and then get them in there I don't know that the plan was to bring Gardner in there and let him just go for the entire season and have these guys kind of in the wings just waiting. So Mm -hmm. if you can have a C.J. Stroud fall to you and you can bring him into this organization and allow him to grow with the weapons that they have around him and help a Michael Pittman and Alec Pierce, Mm. those guys, Jonathan Martin in the backfield, I think that is the best-case scenario for the Indianapolis Colts. That is a very nice scenario. C.J. Stroud is a very nice player, and it's very practical and Minshew, (laughs) and uh, we had an Alec Pierce reference. You like it? I do like it. It says dream scenario. So I I dare to dream. And my favorite thing in the NFL draft, my favorite nuance, is a logo change. When you're sitting there watching and this team is on the clock and magically that logo changes. If we're talking dream scenario, I'm looking at the Colts logo and there's Rich and everybody else at the desk. And all of a sudden we have a four alarm fire and Mm. it changes to a Ravens logo. And there's been a trade. Can we just talk about the word Lamar? Can we say the L word? Mr. Ursay told us to fire up. He demanded us that we do it. That's my dream scenario. That we have a draft night trade between the the Ravens and the Colts. Who as (laughs) well have a very deep rich history between each other. And Lamar Jackson becomes an Indianapolis Colt, and the Baltimore Ravens are on the clock. And it's a first-round pick. It's next year's first-round pick. And there's all this talk, and everyone's panicking about money. And Mr. Ursay went and did it. He said, get me Lamar. 
And then we still have the 35th pick, which we're going to take an offensive lineman or a blocking tight end. Then the fun part is, guys, the Ravens are on the clock at four. Mm. The Ravens decide to take Anthony Richardson from Florida, and they put him right into their offense where he can run, and he can do some of the similar things that Lamar does, and they're off and running. And, Peter, they don't make him wait. They put him the hell out there mm. behind Ricard and their whole offense, and Richardson is starting for the Ravens. And Lamar Jackson, they have a picture, and they've pre-produced it, and it's Peyton, and it's Andrew Locke, and it's Lamar, and it's all in the coaching. You got me fired uniform. up on him. I like Mark it. comes out week one. He wears the black cleats, and I will have you know I've checked the schedule. The Indianapolis Colts play at the Ravens next year. He will go back into the schedule, and makers will make it opening night. It will be Colts at Ravens and the black cleats, and that's a dream scenario. Mr. Ursay, fire up! You, you know, win. It was if the Mayflower trucks weren't enough. Indianapolis mm. steals Lamar from oh, Baltimore oh, also, oh, Kyle. Yeah. Come on now. Oh, Come on now. Let's go. <laughs> that's it. But yeah, CJ Stroud, maybe that will work too. It's a hell of a dream. That's, you got a dream. Uh, dream right. big. That's, draft a season. A that's what we do. That's what dreams are made of. I like it. Kelly, do you know how to drive a stick shift? Sure. Very well. Do you know when you downshift and the yes. engine revs and you don't pop the clutch fast enough? You go to enough, four to three, you got to hit that gas. Yeah, right. Mm. Otherwise, it, otherwise, it totally is revving and you have no commitment. That is what I'm about to do to your take. I'm so sorry. Because now, do you what just, you got to do, You Jamie. were in four. You were in high gear. It's true. And now I'm I telling the Colts four. to trade back okay, sure <laughs> it's not trade fun back. it's not fun it's not sexy I understand. but because your team is built with talent right now i actually do think you can get by for at least half the year maybe the whole with the quarterback room mm. that you do have so if they drop back and they amass more options to bolster an already talented roster i continuously read about a great quarterback and a young man named hendon hooker mm. that continues to garner a lot of positive attention coming out of tennessee keep in mind this man Tore his ACL in November. He is not your guy week one. Just know that. But if you have a room that is equipped, like the Colts do, then you can go out and get this guy and buy him until the end of this season. Maybe this ain't it this year for the Indianapolis Colts. And that's okay. It hasn't been your year for the last six. I think you could buy one more. Why are we trying to over-rev this engine with the Colts this season and feel rushed about what you have right now when you could go out and get a guy that could easily be your future? Because right now, you're seeing Hendon Hooker go anywhere between 15 and 25 in the mm. first round. And if you want to drop back and get a team like that who's going to overexert and give up some options just for you to make a stronger case year after year after year, go get some offensive and defensive linemen and get your quarterback that I understand it's not fun to know he's not going to be your week mm -hmm. one guy. But if he's your week one guy for the next three years after that, then I think you did right. Mm. I'm hearing a lot of buzz on Hooker in the last couple of days. Late riser. And late, uh, yeah, yeah. And it's I think it's more the way he's interviewing with teams, but also I feel like Will Levis might not be as, as hot a name as he was uh, at the combine he is now. And now it went from being – Levis, Richardson, Stroud, Young, to now it's like Hooker or Levis, who is going to go first between those two? Mm -hmm. Because if the Colts don't take Will Levis, you look at those teams that are following, I'm not sure I have a team in the top ten that's like, yeah, Will Levis, like Seattle, mm. I don't know. Could Hooker it, jump Richardson? Potentially. Yeah, who knows? Potentially. Wow, okay. Wow. Um, I don't know about that. That one's tough because Richardson's like the big swing. and I, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... If Levis doesn't go to the Colts, try to find a team that makes perfect sense or a fan base that's fired up. Like, I don't I don't see it, especially in the top ten. So, I'm curious. Will Levis becomes the most interesting name here. And if Hooker goes before Levis, I'm not going to be sitting there all slack-jawed on, yeah. on draft day. Because at least with Hooker, it's like, all right, you stash him, you get him ready. And we know that this guy is going to interview really well and does all the stuff well off the field. So truly, I think Hooker is really interesting. You truly have two opposite ends of the spectrum in Anthony Richardson and Hendon yeah. Hooker with, like, the youth, because Hendon is 25. Uh, his availability is not immediate mm. like Anthony, but also his experience is so much different compared to mm. Richardson. And it is a, it's, it's a, a theoretical difference in how you might Great draft time. and pick. Uh, the 2023 NFL Draft presented by Bud Light is almost here. And 
greatness, you're on the clock. Okay. Watch live April 27th through the 29th. Uh, not this weekend, but the next. You are booked. NFL Network coverage presented by Verizon. Additional coverage will be on ABC, ESPN, and ESPN Deportes, and they'll be streaming on NFL+. Plus. It's a Monday, so there's a slew of topics from the weekend that we must discuss, and it's time to put them all together in another edition of Monday Mishmash. Okay. We're going to start with Lions wide receiver Amon Ross St. Brown had an incredible season last year, but his goal for the upcoming year, pretty straightforward, telling reporters, I want to go to the playoffs. Bad. Mm. Which team do you want to see so badly that you will list them here for the 2023 playoffs? I'm going to go reverse engineering this. If okay. we see this team in the playoffs with this quarterback under center, mm. it means things went well, he is healthy, and the world is all right is in Miami. I'm going with the Dolphins, uh, and I want the Dolphins with Tua under center. Yeah. I hated how the season ended yeah, for terrible. the Dolphins. They played well. They got into the playoffs, but they had to limp in, and obviously Tua after the Green Bay game Christmas weekend with the three interceptions saying, what happened to Tua? Well, he was concussed. I have great hopes that Tua entering this important year, not only for his career as a football player, but also financially and contract-wise, is healthy, is able to do it. And if they make the playoffs in a loaded AFC, which will likely include Aaron Rodgers in the division now, mm. it means that Tua was healthy, Tua was able to go the wire to the wire, and that Tua was the dude, and that means that he's going to be a viable NFL quarterback despite yeah. all the injuries and despite all our fears. So I'm going to put out some positivity. I'm going to say the team I want to see in the playoffs are the Dolphins, and I mm. want number one under center. I think a lot of people feel the same way about Tua and the Dolphins. I'm going with a sneaky team that has had a pretty good offseason in a division that is totally up for grabs. I'm going with the Atlanta Falcons. I would love to see them in the playoffs. Arthur Smith, their head coach, found ways to get the offense going last year, whether it was Cordell Patterson, Tyler Algier. They found ways to make plays. Kyle Pitts didn't have the type of year that everyone was expecting, but he'll be healthy. Drake London there. They signed Taylor Heineke, Jesse Bates. They traded for Jeff Akul. They just amassed a ton of people in the offseason. Maybe not all of the huge names that were the blockbuster moves of the mm -hmm. offseason, but a lot of just players there on kind of those deals that aren't going to break the bank other than signing Lindstrom back and their linemen. But for me, as I watched him, this division Yes, Derek Carr is now on the Saints. But the Atlanta Falcons could definitely surprise a few people sure. and I think be the team to come out of that division. And I'm sneaky. I want to see them play. I want to see what Arthur Smith is able mm -hmm. to draw up, all the different motions and all the shifts and all of that, and see what the Falcons you can got, do next year. got an alarm clock for Kyle Pitts after year two? Oh, can we get mm. Kyle Pitts back in that I, offense? I, I think is we that, will. Is that going to be a thing? He's going to change the sport. I think he everyone took him in the first round. No doubt about it. Yeah. There was nothing. The it's never happened. He blocked better last oh, year. And fantasy people, you don't want to hear, oh, yeah, Kyle Pitts is doing a better job. Fourth overall pick. It's a tight end. Yeah, hopefully that helps him open yeah, up the awesome. offense a little bit more, spread him out. John o. Smith, maybe having both yeah. of those guys there will help open him up a little bit more. Hopefully. Huh? Okay. Uh, well, Peter, you said the Dolphins. If the Dolphins make it, that's a feel-good story. You would think the Bills would at least make a wild card. It's getting a little tight then for the Jets. I don't know if they get a spot. Mm. I want the Jets to make it, if only because right now the Jets have the longest playoff drought uh. in, well, professional sports. You know why? Sacramento Kings got in the playoffs. Kings. I don't know if you've been paying attention to that. Light the beam. They light the beam. They got in. They got a dub. Like mm -hmm. the Sacramento Kings had the longest playoff drought in the four major professional sports. They broke it. They're in. Right now, here in the NFL, the longest drought is the Jets. They have not been in in a long, long, long minute, guys. It would be a huge deal. Obviously, Sala, your number three, the Rodgers thing. I think we kind of want them as a character in the NFL yeah. playoffs. No matter how that goes, if it's a disaster, if it's great, I'd like to see them in. And I have to say, if they get in, 
puts a lot of pressure on then the team that would become the longest losing streak in NFL currently. And Jamie, who might that be? Do you know who it is? I do know who it is because I was going to talk about him. Mm-hmm. But then I woke up on this Monday morning and I was like, I don't want to talk about that number Broncos. It I just don't. Broncos. It would have okay. been the Broncos. Sure. It would have been the Broncos. Who do you got? The Commanders. Okay. Ooh. Washington, yeah. I am thrilled for you that a change in the wind is mm-hmm. occurring. I think emotionally, yeah, that'd be cool. you need this. You need, you need some playoff football in January just to give us something else to talk about. But beyond the, the emotional upside, the emotional upswing of the Washington Commanders making a playoffs in the NFC East, they were they had a record that was better than seven other teams. So they're not terrible. They did not have a bad season last year. Their wide receiver room is talented with Jahan Dotson and Terry McLaurin. We're going to figure out if Sam Howell's the guy. And if not, they have Jacoby Brissett in that locker room as well. And Ron Rivera's a great coach. So what are we doing here? Can the commanders get in? Can they give us something else great to talk about besides potentially the official sale of their team? No doubt. But I think it would be fun if we saw the commanders in the playoffs. Hey, uh, coming up, a deal has yet to be made for Aaron Rodgers. Still in the wind. How will it affect the Packers' draft strategy heading into the end of next week? We're going to break it down. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Improbably, inexplicably, and that says you're on the podium. That means we are 10 days away from the 2023 NFL draft. We're so excited. We've been going over these names and these teams and these scenarios, and we just can't figure it all out. So we're going to try to do our own exercise here. It is called You're on the Podium, and here's how it's going to work. These first eight picks, these beautiful eight picks, we're each going to go up one after another, myself and Peter and Jason and Jamie, and we're going to make the picks. The first eight picks of the NFL draft will have 30 seconds to announce and explain our pick a little bit, give the people at home something to chew on. We are doing picks one through eight, as I said. Guys, without further ado, let's begin our version of the 2023 NFL Draft with the first pick representing the Carolina Panthers, television's Peter Schrager. Go on, Peter, you are on the clock. Let's go. 
Carolina Panthers, it's been a lot of work done. And we have been crisscrossing the world, talking to quarterbacks. And there's only one that is the true leader, the mm. true point guard, the true face of this franchise. Yes, everyone in our coaching staff might be taller than him. And yes, oh, oh, everyone oh, in the building oh, might be thicker and bigger than him. I don't care. He is our Steph Curry. He is our point guard for the future. Bryce Young is the Bryce Young is a Carolina Panthers. Great job, yeah, Peter. Bro. Little shaky to start, but you stuck the I landing. Stuck the landing. Uh, we we moved right along here. We traded up, you know. Traded, Peter. That's right. It was a big trade with the Bears yeah. so many weeks ago, and it ends with Bryce Young going to Carolina to play for Frank Reich and mm. those Panthers. Let's move right along. The Texans. Uh, infamously have the number two overall pick in yes. the draft. We know how it went back in the day. I've documented it thoroughly. Now to make that pick, Jason McCourty. The Texans are on the clock. Number two pick. Go ahead, yes. Jason. Well documented by my friend Kyle yes. on that pick. We stand here at two, and we are happy to be at two. And there's been a lot of talk from our head coach, from everybody in between. We aren't guaranteed to draft a quarterback here. We've talked about it. Defense is his specialty. Mm. And all in all, we're going to draft C.J. Stroud hey! with the number two pick. Don't make it too complicated. We have our ball placement specialist. We have a guy who can get the ball in the hands of our playmakers and the guy that is going to lead our organization for years to come. We have the head coach we want. We have some picks around him, and we have some talent around him. We, my friends, will change this organization forever. C.J. Stroud, welcome to Houston. Let's get it done. We are fired up to have you, Stroud. Let's, let's go. go. Let's recap. Nice. So for the viewers yes. at home who don't have the sound on, it has been Bryce Young mm -hmm. and it has been CJ Stroud. Yes. Visually, let's get that going. Let's then. go. All let's right. Go. Let's go. Okay. That's two picks. We are already to the third pick. And uh, to quote the inimitable Daniel Jeremiah, the draft starts at three. Okay. He's mm -hmm. been saying it for weeks. The draft starts at three. I am next representing the Arizona Cardinals with the third overall pick. And I am very pleased. Hold on a sec. Hold on. We have a trade. We have a trade. The Cardinals have traded down, and the Tennessee Titans okay. are on the clock right. at three. Okay. The Titans moving way up mm. from number 11 to number three. The Cardinals move back, and I'm also hearing the pick is in with the third overall pick in the 2023 NFL Draft. The Tennessee Titans select... Anthony Richardson, okay. quarterback from Florida. Oh. He's staying in SCC country. He is coming to Tennessee. We are going to unleash the beast. We plan to win the AFC South this year. He is starting, who knows, behind Tannehill. We don't know, but Richardson in a massive move mm. from the Titans. Peter, what do you think? Quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. Young, Stroud, now Richardson. What is going to happen at four with the Colts? Well, there's our board. Uh, take us through one more time, Peter, if you don't mind. This is wild. Uh, we haven't had a quarterback 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 draft since 2021 and before yes. that it was since 99 but a big trade up by the titans who we know have been meeting and been going to the pro days for all the quarterbacks erdahl you're up for colts with the indianapolis colts Rand uh -oh. what did you do to me Rand? come Carson? on up get out of here get out of here okay fine i'm gonna do a trade too because now the oh colts my gosh. just got here thrown go. off the quarterback that we wanted is off the board we are scrambling and if we can't if we are going to be willing to try to the jets have come up for four. 
They have traded Zach Wilson mm. to the Colts mm. for some other things that are beyond my professional uh -oh. expertise. Give us the, the details. The Jets want Will Anderson to bolster that defense. The Jets have jumped up to bolster their defense. They're taking Will Anderson from mm. Alabama because their quarterbacks are gone. The moves were in, but we had one, and we know one is coming for us. We will make it happen. So Will Anderson is heading to the New York Jets. Okay. Wow, right, we have right. shock and awe at the podium. The New York Jets, can you state your starting quarterback right now, just for the record, in this hypothetical world we're in? Well, well we're not saying what has happened over the last nine days because we are playing a future game, but we will have a guy, and uh, he will be with us. And if it's not him, then we're going to go out and sign Joe Flacco once again because that will be our option because we have faith in the system. Peter, two trades in a row. What do you think? I love it. I, the Jets would have to give up. Okay, so Zach Wilson's almost like a depreciating asset at this point. So we'd have to give up like three future first Yeah, Peter, round I'm not playing that game. I want that's Will it. All right, that's Jets. it. We're going to the Jets. You get your Will Anderson. The number three pick really threw us because the draft starts at three. That's, that's exactly it. right. Peter. Fifth overall pick representing the Seattle Seahawks. All right, Seahawks at five. This is fascinating. They didn't expect to be here either. They made the uh, Russell Wilson trade, and now their top five pick haven't been here in a bit. Seattle Seahawks with the fifth overall pick will also go defense. Mm. And we'll select Jalen Carter. Okay, baby, talk about it. Georgia, Jalen Carter is going to be put right there in the middle and wreck havoc in the NFC West. He will be on a defense that already features some great young talent, including Tariq Woolen, who just was nominated for Defensive Rookie of the Year. Jalen Carter out of Georgia. Pete Carroll says, oh, you have issues with mm. Bring him to me. I'll make The sure Seahawks had great meetings out. with Jalen Carter. Yeah. They liked him. I don't know, but Jalen Carter <laughs> to the Seahawks at five. All right, Jalen Carter. We know he infamously said he was only meeting with teams in the top 10. We yes. thought he may go his latest 10. It turns out in our scenario, he goes five to the Seahawks. Peter Schrager with a shrewd move, very talented player. Now, the sixth overall pick goes to those feisty mm -hmm. Detroit Lions coming off a big win streak. Jason McCourty, please oh. take it away. Sixth overall yes. pick. Detroit Lions were now on the clock, and we know what we did last season, and we know we were this close to making the playoffs, beating the Green Bay Packers in that last game. There's been a lot of talk about who our quarterback is going to be. Are we going to draft one? Are we going to move up? Is it going to continue to be Jared Goff? We were very satisfied with the way he played last year, and that is allowing us to go defense right now. Traded Jeff Okuda away. We're going to stick in the defensive backfield, and we are going to draft Christian Gonzalez. I like that. Of Oregon. Right. The That's big cool. guy, long, fast. He can do it all. Christian Gonzalez, welcome to the team. Okay. Ooh. Christian, Christian Gonzalez. Yes. Jason did a breakdown of him last week on the show. Indeed. You liked it. It was him, Devin Witherspoon. We went with Gonzalez. All right, well, I'm going to put on one of the coolest hats, in my opinion, the coolest logo, the coolest uniform, Las Vegas. Next, with the Raiders, the seventh overall pick. Guys, this first six picks have been wild. We've yep. had all kinds of fun. The draft truly is something uh, phenomenal. But we're going to go uh, similar with the seventh overall pick, the Las Vegas Raiders select Devin Witherspoon, cornerback oh. from Illinois. Peter Strager loves him. It's his favorite <laughs> corner on the board. Gonzalez went last pick. We went Witherspoon. We are going to add what we think is a lockdown corner. We got to chase around those guys in the AFC West and the Raiders make the seventh pick, which means that the last pick of our exercise will be Jamie Erdahl picking for those Atlanta Falcons. Jamie, take us home.
Here's what I know. Jamie in real life knows that she could never be a general manager because this is stressful. Yeah. Stop. Here's your phone back. I cannot believe that this young man fell to the Atlanta Falcons. I cannot believe that this name is available to us and there is nothing that we love more in Atlanta than a good nickname. The Condor, as he has been dubbed <laughs> by Peter Schrager. The edge rusher, Tyree Wilson out of Texas Tech, will be coming to the Atlanta Falcons. Great value. To make our defense better because we cannot believe that this is all this rigmarole up top with the quarterbacks going, going, going. We have our guy in uh, the, the Condor. The Condor, yes. Uh, exactly, with Ritter. And there we go. Now we have Tyree Wilson. Peter, what do you think? If he falls to eight, I'd be surprised. That's right? a great pick, a great value pick. And they need a pass rusher, and you put him mm -hmm. with. Calais Campbell, that's mm -hmm. a nice tandem right there. We had Tennessee trading up and then a wild trade from the Jets that no one saw coming and we have our first eight picks. Do with them what you will. It is an inexplicable exercise that draft, but that was our version of the real deal only 10 days away. 10 days. In the meantime, which NFC North team has the most unanswered questions? The NFC North looms large in this draft. Mm -hmm. We're gonna try to answer some of them right after this. I, I do not wanna be a GM. Wow, that was not fun. Not easy. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's now time for another edition of Next Gen Chats, where we get to know the next generation of NFL stars in just a few questions. Our next guest was the captain of the Houston defense last season and led the team with 54 solo stops. Please give a warm welcome to safety, Javarius Owens! Yes, sir. How y'all doing? Grand, we're doing good. It's good to see you. You spent your last four seasons obviously playing for the Cougars, but prior to that in your career before Houston, you were All-American at Northeastern Oklahoma A&M. Talk to us a little bit about that transition from the JUCO to Houston and how much you felt like you grew up as a player. 
Yes, sir. I definitely think, you know, taking the JUCO route, it definitely, you know, kind of sets you apart a little bit. You definitely kind of know when you got a JUCO guy on staff, just as far as the, you know, focus and the discipline goes. I feel like JUCO, it allows you to, you know, kind of get with yourself. You're not at a four-year university where the spotlight's kind of on you and people singing your praises. So it definitely uh, brings you a different type of attachment to the game just with the drive and focus and realizing you got to do it for yourself. So bringing that to Houston, it definitely, you know, being in that bigger city with all the distractions allowed me to lock in and be able to perform to my best of my abilities for sure. Well, it speaks highly of you, Javarius, that you went from JUCO to Houston, and yet you still became a team captain on this team. You are one of the leaders of Houston's defense. Tell us about your leadership style. What are you planning on bringing to an NFL defense, to a locker room? What kind of leader are you that you want to tell GMs and owners about? Yes, ma'am. I feel like I'm a very vocal leader, you know, that somebody that can step in from day one and lead a back, back end. You know, I take pride in watching film and being up up on uh, plays, shifts and motions and things like that. I feel like it allows you to play, and that ultimately, you know, brings instincts into the game and allows you to look faster on tape. So just being able to come in day one, push the back end, get the defense ready and align, you know, shifts and checks and things like that, I feel like I can be that guy for any team. Houston's had such a great tradition in the NFL, and a former teammate of yours came right into the league and had a fantastic year for the Patriots. When you're out there and you're watching Marcus Jones have that incredible play against the Jets, the game-winning play, and then also do it all season long from all different positions, are you saying, look, I knew that could happen or even you a little bit surprised that he was making such an impact in his first season in the NFL. Man, it's crazy because from practice to games, you see it almost every single day, every other play. Like, but every time you do it, it's like, no way he just did it again. Like he returned to uh, play against the Jets. We was all in the locker room. And it was like, I think 24 seconds left and everybody grabbed the phones like, man, he might just do it. You never, like, it's like, you never know if he gets the ball in his hand, he can go the distance every time. So. You know, that's a definitely a special guy. I feel like he'll be a great player for the Patriots for years to come. They, they got a special one for sure. I love that. The way you can see former teammates talk about other guys. When you watch Marcus Jones, I'm sure you're looking at that and saying, hey, I know I can cut it on the next level as well. Javaris, thank you for stopping by this morning. We're excited for you and what's going to happen for you at the draft. Nice to meet you. Most definitely. I appreciate the time, sir. If the Vikings do select an heir to Kirk Cousins, that player will likely be chosen with their 23rd overall pick next weekend. Uh, that's their only pick in the first two rounds. A couple quarterbacks available that the names continue to float around for the Vikings. The other three teams in the division, interesting as well, collectively hold nine picks, starting with the Lions at six overall. So let's look at the NFC North. Plenty of room for draft questions within that division. Let's unpack a few of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, tee up your biggest draft question in the NFC North, and why would it be that, Peter? The Vikings and the quarterback spot. It's a quarterback mm-hmm. draft in that there are three really, really hot names right Right now in Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, and Anthony Richardson. Are the Vikings one of those teams that are willing to trade up from 23 to get the third guy? If they have mm. Kirk Cousins under contract this season, which they do, for $35 million and the cap hit has already been restructured and they've saved some salary cap room, Minnesota dropped Cousins' salary cap number by $16 million and gave him his big signing bonus for this year. So, like, at the end of the season this year, and I don't know if you think the Vikings are winning a Super Bowl. Okay. I think a lot of people think they're not. Mm-hmm. Cousins hits free agency. Like, mm-hmm. it's done. It's over. So that's the case. What are they doing for the future? The 23rd pick, you're probably not getting Stroud or Young, but if like a Richardson or Levis falls, is that the first round pick of the Vikings? Or do they look at their team and they say, gosh, we were close last year. We had first year with O'Connell. Kirk played great. Do we do we run this back and do we say, all right, let's get another player that can help us win tomorrow? Do we get a wide receiver? Do we get a tight end that we can go with Hawkinson and now we've got this two tight end formation. Mm. That is going to be an interesting deal to me because to me, I 
I look at a guy like Hendon Hooker, who might be in that 23 range. I look at a guy like Will Levis, who might slip. Is that when they pounce, or are they going to be the aggressors? And are they going to call up the Arizona Cardinals at three and say, hey, guys. Or here's one. Questy calls up D'Amico Ryans, who we worked together with at San Francisco, and they call up to two and say, hey, guys, Kirk Cousins has one year at $35 million. I have all the thoughts in the world that he's going to be the quarterback. Beyond that, I don't know. Yeah. To me, are the Vikings the quarterback team that we're not talking about? That's my biggest question as we head towards the draft. That's a great question, and it's I find it very similar to a lot of the things the Lions have going on in the same division. It's like, we're good, and we have this quarterback who is good, and he's expensive, Mm -hmm. and do we want to stay in a relationship with this person long term? The Cousins and Jared Goff thing, very similar. You know, the Vikings, it's easy to say Cousins is expensive and Cousins is Cousins. Look. Top five last year in touchdowns and yards. Yeah. You don't just replace that. that. Listen, top five in touchdowns and yards. You cannot get a guy to do that and just step in and say, yeah, but we're going to build for the future. Fine. But don't go 5-12 and 12 a couple years from now building for the future. I look at the Lions the same way. Do the Lions have the same goal as everybody in the NFL? Is their goal really to win a Super Bowl? Or is in the short term like, man, getting to the playoffs and winning a playoff game, getting the division around, like, does that feel, all due respect to the Lions, like, man, we've arrived? Because if so, I think you stick with golf. I don't think you go and try to shoot the moon and get some crazy Patrick Mahomes type thing where you win a Super Bowl in four years. That was real last year. That was not a fake thing. That was not a fluke. It was not a three-game winning streak. They were on a tear. And I'll say this again. I think at the end of the season, they were a top-five team in the whole NFL. You're going to change quarterback or pull the rug out and say, we already have our guy in waiting. I don't know. I know Jared Goff doesn't blow anybody's hair back. I've For years, I've compared him to Hummus. It's, hummus isn't a bad thing. No. Hummus is effective. It's got nutritional value. It's it's healthy. It's light. It works. It fills you up. If the Lions were to do it, I think there'd be a shock and awe too. But look at they look at their locker room and all the Dan Campbell things, and they took Jamal and they said, "Get out of here. We love yeah. your speeches and the Pikachu. We're done. We're getting a different guy." They didn't care about the the flavor and the culture there. But I think it's a different conversation with the quarterback. The Vikings and Lions both in the situation where we are good. We have quarterbacks who are good and expensive. But do we want to just tear this whole thing down and try again in a few years with something totally? different and cheaper I think both those questions are the same for the same teams this conversation is so intriguing to me because we talk about a year in a year out you can say the Giants with Daniel Jones paying him when you have a guy who's good and you continue to hope and say all right it's Jared Goff it's Kirk Cousins they're good quarterbacks the numbers are great they represent us well but are they the guy to get us over the hump I feel like it's a very slippery slope when you're kind of banking on the future of somebody possibly progressing into the Patrick Mahomes these kind of elite weapon weapons at quarterback in our league because more times than not there's only a very few of them that can actually become that and you let slip away a guy that actually can get you to the playoffs and give you a chance to win the Super Bowl. So it's a very interesting conversation to me with those two organizations and what they do at the quarterback spot. But as the draft is leading up, I don't think there's anything else going on in this division more important than when we look at the Green Bay Packers and what draft picks they're going to have via a possible Aaron Rodgers trade. Yes, somehow or another, you have to find a way to talk about Aaron Rodgers ending up on the Jets every single day in sports television. Right now, the Green Bay Packers have picked 15 and 45 in the first two rounds. And I look at the Jets. They have that 13th pick and have two in the second round, 42 and 43. Will this trade happen before the NFL draft? Shrek has documented it a lot. If this trade happens, then the draft picks from the 2023 draft can possibly be included in it. And that can be draft picks for the Green Bay Packers to have to help their quarterback position and Jordan Love, who is now getting the keys to the automobile. Will he have... 
the opportunity to have somebody else in the first round, that 13th pick, to possibly be able to pair with maybe another receiver, an offensive lineman, somebody to help him out on the offensive side of the ball, something that Green Bay Packers feel like they have never done during the Aaron Rodgers regime and him as the starting quarterback. Or will this trade happen after the draft and picks that will not help them this season? I think that is the biggest question mark in this division going into the draft good. is when in the hell is this trade going to happen and will it affect us come 10 days away on the draft? Let me ask you. They don't make the trade in the first yeah. day, okay? And so the 13th mm-hmm. pick goes to the Jets. Jets take their player. Mm-hmm. 15th is the Packers because everyone's talking about this trade, this trade. Yeah, they got 15. 15 is a big pick. Yeah. Is this the year that just almost had a spike? Can you see them? Yeah. You know what? Jackson Smith, Navidia. Or we're going to take J- uh, Addison. Right. Sorry, we're taking a wide receiver to help with Jordan Love. For, con- for context, the only first round pick that Aaron Rodgers ever has thrown a touchdown pass to in his entire career is, is Mercedes Lewis, mm-hmm. who obviously was not drafted by the Packers. They've never done it. They've never said, let's take a wide out at 30 or a tight end at 28. Never. So this would be, it does feel a little right? spiteful. And, uh, don't you want to put all don't you put all your chips in that basket? Like, yeah. Is there any way that doesn't happen? Yeah. Like, you, They're absolutely taking a wide receiver yeah. in, in the first round. And I don't know that from the Packers. I'm just saying, you Rodgers wants to get petty here. He wants to call on Matt. Like, yeah, okay, fine. Here we go. Here, Jordan Love. We're going to to give you all the weapons. I want them to pick at 13 and 15. That's what I was going to two, two guys to help them out. Make the trade and now 13 and 15. That's what's entered. That's where I went with my biggest draft question was it's so fun to play like the what if game after the fact and to know that let's say you had the number one overall pick and let's say you traded it away. What that pick does for that team versus what you did with what you retained from that deal to me is I think one of the more fascinating things. Here's a look at teams that had the first overall pick and what they did with it, where the where the pick went, so it's the start of the top, Jared Goff, the Rams got that pick from the Titans and they picked quarterback Jared Goff. Those first two I think are most intriguing because I think it parallels to this class nicely, which is the Rams and the Falcons, they needed a quarterback. They went and got the first overall pick from the Titans and Chargers and they got their quarterbacks. Now, you're wondering what DJ Moore is going to do for the Bears now that he has arrived. You're wondering what the Bears will do with the number nine overall pick now. But all of a sudden, if Justin Fields, God forbid, doesn't pan out, but Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud does at the one overall pick, are you going to be an annoyed Bears fan in five years? That could have been ours. That was our pick. I think the what-if game, at specifically with the number one overall pick in the NFL draft any year, Kyle loved. Kyle was kind of think kind of bummed too when the Bears traded away because he's like that would have been so fun to be talking about the Bears at one if they had just held on to it. I was bummed how early they did it. How early they did it? Yeah. Weeks, but it went early. Yeah, it went really early. So that to me is it's just the what if game. New Bears president Kevin Warren first day on the job today begins and they're hoping that it's a new Bears era. Mm, I know. I know. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish 
Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.